Hey friends, it's Paul. Uh, I just wanted to take a second and apologize for ghosting on you last week. If you don't know me personally, then uh, you might not know that I had a new short film debut last Tuesday and I had tons of work to do to prepare for that. If you'd like to watch it, it's on YouTube and uh, you can just look up Sal Coastal Independent Films. Anyway, a little bit of sad news before we get into this week's episode. Sort of sad, I guess. I, uh, I, I, uh, unfortunately, I don't think that I'm going to be able to keep doing these on a weekly basis. Something very exciting has come up in my life that I have to kind of attend to, and I can't talk about it just yet, but just know that I appreciate you listening, and it's going to be a more sporadic release schedule um, from here here on out. But I want to say that July 21st, let's do a Q&A. Um, ask me anything. I'd like to get at least 10 questions about the uh, book here, the story. Um, yeah, so let's call it July 21st, Q&A time. Um, hopefully there's an episode before then, but there may not be. I'm sorry. Anyway, enjoy this episode. Thank you for listening. 1989, After Humanity. Written and narrated by Paul Inman. Follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Paul Inman SC. Present Day. Chapter 11. Consequences. Too many controllers opened its doors to the public at 10 a.m. the morning after the Paris-Las Vegas incident. There were a few people waiting outside, as there always were. Being located in a suburb just southeast of Las Vegas meant that there would always be plenty of work for owners Aubrey and Drake and the few others they employed part-time. The store was much more than a restoration shop for slot machines and rare and old arcade games. TMC actually functioned as a sort of retro haven for many of the aging geek crowd who grew up hanging in the arcades, pumping every quarter they could into the coin slots. The store broke down into five sections, counting the repair area in the back room. If you took a hard right as you entered the store, you'd be met with a wall of console games. The atypical selection included games from all home entertainment systems from the past 40 years, as well as a few new favorites. Any game that was worth its salt was sitting on these shelves. If you kept strolling to the back of the store, you'd find a modest selection of new and vintage comics, all bagged and boarded and ready to be taken home to join a collection. On the left-hand side of the store, you'd see the reason there were a few people waiting outside every day. A small arsenal of retro arcade games. These machines ranged in age from a few years all the way back to the 1970s video arcade innovators. Inside the walls of TMC, these machines even carried the retro price of only 25 cents. All of these things surrounded the checkout in the center of the room, where they kept all of the top-notch vintage games and gaming systems behind a glass counter. Drake was here now, setting up for the day. He watched as the guys went right for the arcade games, and heard the bell ring as the door opened, letting in the arid, dusty desert air. It was Aubrey. Hey, she said to Drake, and leaned on the countertop. What's up? He asked nonchalantly. Nothing much. Have you looked in our new toy yet? No, I've only been here a little while. Did it crap out on you last night? She shook her head. No, it was fine. 
if not a little creepy. Gameplay a little freaky, huh? The level I saw last night seemed straightforward enough. Although our new friend Pandora was a little weird. Right? So after you left, I played a little more, and one level really freaked me out. Oh yeah? Drake inquired as he reached under the glass to straighten a coveted, unopened copy of the original gold-cased Legend of Zelda from the mid-80s in pristine condition. Yes, there is something strange about this game. First off, do you know when the Berlin Wall came down? He shrugged. I was a kid. That's about all I know. I would assume 1989 like the name of the level? That's right. But the thing I can't wrap my head around is how is that part of this game? He stared at her with confusion, struggling to understand. The information I found online said the game was made in 82, remember? Seven full years before the wall came down. Big deal. It could be coincidence. Or maybe someone updated the software to add more modern events. She was shaking her head before he could finish his sentence. Nope. No way. There are too many variables involved to be coincidence, and I'm sure I would have found something online if there was a software update, prototype or not. And I also played half of a level called Waco 1993 Inferno before I quit for the night. I'll give you three guesses what happened, and the first two don't count. He quietly considered as she continued. And what about this? After I beat the Berlin level, it unlocked a sub-level. So I selected it because it was called 2021. When the title screen came up, the level's full title was Las Vegas 2021 with the words Food dans le ciel underneath. She paused for the briefest of seconds. Fire in the sky, Drake. Yeah, he said. I took French in high school too, remember? She had his full attention now. So, what happened in this level? It was a maze level, like Pac-Man sort of, and it would have been easy except the screen kept blacking out. Aubrey could see he was about to ask about the monitor issue. Don't worry, it was part of the gameplay, not the monitor freaking out. The cutscene showed the electricity and the building was flickering in and out. Drake rubbed the center of his forehead, then walked over to the computer. Aubrey followed him around to the opposite side of the counter. Tell me more about this cutscene, he said, clicking the keyboard. It was crazy. Pandora said that we, humans, I mean, we took the work of the gods into our own hands. I guess what it meant was that people do bad things in the name of their religion. So, anyway, there were these people inside of the casino and they must have been setting up bombs or something because it showed an explosion right under the Eiffel Tower, knocking it into... Drake spun the computer monitor around, stopping Aubrey mid-sentence. As she read the headline from KTNV, her hands instinctively drew up around her mouth. Thousands injured in what appears to be terrorist attack. Paris, Las Vegas, burned to the ground. Death toll still unknown. Oh my god, Aubrey muttered through her hands. Have you not seen this? No, her hands trembled. My phone was dead, so after I walked home, I plugged it in and went right to sleep. He stared at her. Are you trying to tell me the game showed you this? That you played this? She nodded in a daze as tears threatened to spill over her lower lids. 
Guys, Drake addressed the few patrons playing in the arcade. Get out, we're closing for the day. There were some groans about not being able to finish the games, but the few people began to move away from the machines. Why do we always have to suffer because you and your wife are fighting? One of them complained. We're not married. Drake turned to look at Aubrey. Why does everyone think that? Turning back to the group, he said, Seriously, let's go. Drake followed them to the door and locked it behind them. As soon as the lock clunked home, Aubrey spoke. I I could have saved more. I didn't even try that hard. Her tears were becoming sobs. It's a video game, Obs. Nothing more than that. You didn't see it. You didn't hear the screams and cries of everyone. I could have saved them. He awkwardly placed an arm around her. Let's go take a look at this machine, he said. I can't right now. Just you go. Just give me a few minutes. Aubrey wiped her eyes and tried to control her hitching breath. She walked around to the inside of the checkout area and turned the monitor back toward her so she could read the article about Paris, Las Vegas. Drake turned, looking at the door that led into the workroom of TMC. He threw a brief glance back at Aubrey. She was quietly crying again as she processed the story that was no longer video game fiction. You've been listening to 1989, After Humanity, written and narrated by Paul Inman. Follow Aubrey and Drake on Twitter at TMC Restores and follow me at Paul Inman SC. Please rate and review on Apple Podcasts and anywhere podcasts are available. It really helps. Email 1989afterhumanity at gmail.com with any feedback. If you'd like to support the podcast, please go to co-fi.com slash paulinman. That's ko-fi.com slash paulinman.